hey there. Welcome back to the Brand of One podcast. And this episode starts a very special series where we're going to dive into the world of archetypes. I'm very excited for this series, and I think you're really going to get a lot out of this. Um, as I think archetypes are pretty much the be-all, end-all of getting clarity around your brand and how you show up in the world. So this particular episode, I'm going to talk about, I'm going to give you a little bit of brief background on archetypes, explain what an archetype is, and talk about the four distinct entrepreneurial styles for people who are solopreneurs and businesses and brands of one. This is, like I said, the first in a special series of episodes. And in the following episodes, I'm going to dive into the specific archetypes themselves and give you some really great information that you're going to be able to use directly into building the brand that truly and authentically represents how you show up in the world and how you connect with others. So there's gotta be a lot of juicy, deep information that you're going to be able to have a lot of takeaways from. So if you're ready to dive into this special series, I am ready to be your guide on this journey. Let's get started. So a little bit of background about how I came to be so interested in and curious and fascinated with archetypes. When I started out, in my business as a life coach, I really had a difficult time trying to figure out my brand voice and what my brand vibe was and what made me different and being able to stand out uh, without sounding exactly like everyone else out there. And that is a real struggle even today for so many solopreneurs is this idea of, you know, you want to have your own business, but you look at what everybody else is doing and saying, and it's very natural that you're going to emulate the people who have the success that you desire, have the type of business that you want. It just happens. Also, what happens is your voice becomes very diluted. Your brand looks like everybody else's. Your message sounds like everybody else's. And it doesn't give clients a real connection point, a real way to look at you and your business and say, yes, that is the person that I have to work with. Archetypes are the pathway to having a business that is differentiated, that has a voice, that has a clear message and connects with the right people. It's not... It's not that you need more clients, you need the right clients. And that's what archetypal work can do for you. Back in 2011, I'm going to say, I picked up a book called The Hero and the Outlaw. And I was instantly hooked. That book was written by Margaret Mark and Carol Pearson, and they took this concept of archetypes and applied it to brands, big brands like Harley Davidson, Dove Soap, Hershey's Chocolate, um, and they made these connections on how these global brands were able to personify a particular archetype and connect with their 
clients and customers. Because if you think about it, Harley David, people who ride Harley Davidsons, they are diehard fans. What other brand do you get tattooed on you? <laughs> you know, I, I don't know of too many, but the loyalty, the the way that Harley Davidson has built their brand as a rebel brand connects with people on so many levels. And that is directly correlated to the power of the archetype that they embody. So it's a very, very powerful concept. And I decided that I wanted to learn everything that I could about using archetypes. And I actually connected with another coach who used archetypes in her work. And we created a course back in 2012 called Marketing with Archetypes, which I may bring back at some point. I'm not sure yet, but it's it's a fascinating way and it's psychology driven so that you're using principles that are backed in, you know, psychological uh, vetting to connect with your clients and customers, to understand what it is that they want and to be able to give them that. And that is what creates loyalty and trust for a diehard community of raving fans. I went ahead and, you know, did all this archetypal work and really um, tried to immerse myself in learning everything that I could about it. And one of the things that I found was that the, the archetypal work is actually a precursor to the Myers-Briggs personality test. So if you're somebody who knows that you are an INFJ or you've done the Myers-Briggs personality uh, indicator and chances are you probably have if you're listening to this podcast. I don't know too many coaches or solo service providers that have not. You'll be very interested to learn that much of that was developed because of the work that Carl Jung did around archetypes. So... So let me tell you a little bit about Carl Jung. Now you're going to hear me clicking probably a little bit in the background here, maybe some papers rustling as I have my notes sort of scattered a little bit, but I want to make sure that I got everything down today for you. And so I'm going to scoot around here and find my notes on Carl Jung because there's a lot to absorb and I wanted to break it down for you as simply as possible but still give you some of this background on why they are archetypes are so incredibly powerful. So Carl Jung was a Swiss psychiatrist uh, around the same time as Freud and actually the work that he did with archetypes stemmed from the work that Freud did with levels of uh, ego and id and um, consciousness. And so Carl Jung defined archetypes as this collective unconsciousness that are that are that is represented by themes and symbols and settings and characters and stories and they are found in folklore in myths in literature in rituals literally since the beginning of time so he theorized that the human mind has innate characteristics and traits that are imprinted in our DNA. Like we are hardwired to have certain characteristics and traits that show up in our lives. And this is all as a result of evolution. 
And as human beings, we, we share these ancestral memories with other human beings, making it this collective global community. And that's where the idea that these are universal patterns, all of which this becomes of particular importance when it comes to your brand. You're going to learn in the, the next upcoming episodes about how that all works together. So to break it down in really simple terms, an archetype is how we connect and relate to others and ourselves. And it's the key to unlocking our greatest intuitive innate gifts and sharing those with other people. So, and you can think about it this way. So if Myers-Briggs personality typing is the way that you take in information, it tells you how you take that information in, um, how it's receptive to you, archetypes are the way that you use the information it's expressive it's it's what you do with that information and it's what motivates you intrinsically and again you're going to learn so much more in the following episodes about how that works based on Carl Jung's work um, Margaret Mark and Carol Pearson who wrote The Hero and the Outlaw they came up with these 12 main archetypes that they felt represented most businesses and brands and that's typically what you'll find when you look up archetypes um, in our uh, digital online space typically other brand strategists that work with archetypes, they work with these 12 main archetypes. Now, within the archetypes, there, as I said, there's these 12 main archetypes and they are grouped into four categories. Different people use different words. The entrepreneurial styles that I have found work the best in my last almost 12 years of working with archetypes now are the catalysts, the advisors, the stabilizers, and the connectors. So when you understand these entrepreneurial styles and where your natural style is, you'll find it becomes much easier when you're building out your offers, when you're working on your marketing, when you go to sell something. All of this becomes so much clearer, not only when you understand the, the category um, of archetype, but also the style as well. So as I said, you have advisors, and the advisors are the sage, the seeker, and the innocent. The stabilizers are the sovereign, the creator, and the angel. The connectors are the every person, the romantic, and the jester. And the catalysts are the alchemist, the heroine, and the rebel. Now, I chose those particular words because they're based on very specific motivations of that particular grouping of archetypes. So I want to break these down for you a little bit. And that's that's where we're going to leave it for today. And next week, we're going to pick up... Um, more specifically talking about each of the archetypes themselves. But let's look at advisors. So the advisor styles, the sage, the seeker, and the innocent, as I said. And advisors are very naturally gifted at being mentors, at helping other people move forward and progress in their lives. They're excellent at 
distilling information. They are very good at encouraging and supporting. And they really enjoy that role of being a mentor to others. And this becomes very important, again, as I said, when you're looking at your marketing and sales strategies and how you want to show up. What is the natural style that you have and that can come through in all of the content that you produce? The next style are this is the stabilizer. And the stabilizer is the set of archetypes, the sovereign, the creator, and the angel. And they are looking for stability. They're looking to create a sense of calm, a sense of stewardship, a sense of calm out of the chaos. They are the uh, archetypes that will have the most influence in creating a sense of stewardship in, in their realm. So stabilizers are the ones that you look to in an emergency. Stabilizers are the ones who bring the order. They bring the, um, the organization to a situation. And so as such, they're very important. They're, you know, um, we act, we need stabilizers in society, right? And this becomes really relevant when you're talking about using it in your marketing and your content because that's how you can approach the vibe that you come from is being a stabilizing influence for your community. The next style is the connector and the connector style is made up of as I said the every person the romantic and the jester. Now connectors are inclusive. They want to build communities. They think it takes a team to get results. They are very um, welcoming of other people and community is very important to them. So you can see how using, if you, once you know your archetype, if you are a connector, building community should be a priority for you in your business. Building a sense of um, belonging and validation is very important to the people that you will attract um, as clients and customers. And then finally, we have the catalysts. And the catalysts are the alchemist, the heroine, and the rebel. And the catalysts are intrinsically motivated by transformation. They want to be the change agents. They want to be the ones who facilitate the dreams happening. They want to from one extreme to another, either burning it all down and starting over or reimagining something into from what it is into something even more amazing um, and new and um, of benefit to others. So those are the four entrepreneurial styles that make up the archetypes. And in the next episode, I'm going to start diving into each individual archetype, probably going to take them three at a time again. So next week, I'm going to talk about the advisors and how those archetypes can connect with their audience, how they can, what traits and qualities um, are natural to them and how they can use that in their content and in their sales strategies and in connecting with their right people. 
So I hope this was helpful for you today. I hope this gets you started, gets you excited, learning more about archetypes. If you haven't already found your leading archetype, uh, you can go to daniellemmiller.com and take my free quiz and learn about what your who your leading archetype is. And I want to I should preface that by saying, so we all have a leading primary dominant archetype. This is the one that just naturally rises to the top. But we also typically have a supporting one, and that just gives us more depth and substance and uh, rounds things out a little bit more because we're not one-dimensional, right? As human beings, we, we have so- different sides to us, and archetypes really give that nuance and complexity to who you are and how you want to show up. But just knowing your leading archetype is going to make a huge difference in how you and your brand show up each and every day. So if you haven't taken the quiz, like I said, go to daniellemmiller.com and you can take the free quiz. You'll get an overview of all of the archetypes. So that'll even have you being a little ahead of the game in the next few episodes when I talk about each individual archetype and what that archetype's about and how it shows up in the world and how you can use it in your brand. Again, I hope this was helpful for you today. Uh, I'm really excited about bringing you the rest of the archetypes and helping you use them in your brand so that you can have the business you want with a brand that you love. All right, till next time, take care.